rights. <laughs> We're not gonna get caught. I don't know. It only takes once. We're small enough to where they could really bully us around, man. They could just be like, hey, give us all the money. Oh, yeah. Last podcast on the left already called us out for bringing their name into it. Well, yeah. previous episode. If anything, we gave them free publicity. Yeah. So look, guys, we already have a we have a beef. We're like rappers. <laughs> we should. That'd be a fun beef to start because I feel like they would win. But we, you know, we'd get famous in the process. Put our name on the map. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Yay. And John Girdler. Hey. Oh, Peter, Peter, Peter. Better, 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 better. Tell, tell me this movie you picked for us to watch this week. Well, guys, it's my first pick in the uh, Halloween. Uh, yeah, it's not fun thinking of analogies for the uh, the theme, is it? Yeah. It's hard. I got a hard job. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween horror season two. <laughs> Part two. Yeah, because, you know, that's what we started the show out with. But anyway, it's my first pick. <laughs> and I was up in the air. I was like, what am I going to choose? There's so many good ones, so many good bad ones. He did say that. Yeah. Just, yeah. It kept me up. I told you, Mark, kept me up a couple nights just trying to think of which movie it is I'm going to pick. And I chose 2009's The House of the Devil, written, directed, edited by Ty West. Ty West. T.I. Yeah, T.I. West. Now, Ty Fighter. Yeah, has he done anything else? I forgot to look that up. So, you know how I told you the guy in this movie, The House of the Devil, I was like, I recognize that guy, and it's Crispin from Your Next. Yeah. He was Tarek in Your Next, the writer-poet dude. The yeah. M- he's that guy. Oh. Weird. Yeah. He doesn't... Oh, wow. He didn't and he also, he also wrote in... He did the second honeymoon in VHS. Oh. And, like, he's he, he was somewhere in the... Uh, ABCs of Death, he did the M is for Miscarriage. Oh, I didn't like that one. I remember that one. It's just like all these movies I've watched, and I'm like, he's there the whole time. So he's like your new favorite actor. And director and editor. <laughs> no, he's not my favorite, but it's kind of like the Taylor Swift. You know, you I was here the whole time or whatever. And Is that her thing? Is that Taylor Swift's thing? Yeah. This has nothing to do with House of the Devil. No. So let's, let's first, first impressions. I want to hear John's first impression just because... Peter, me and you had seen this before, like when it around when it came out. So that was a God, that was so long ago. We're getting old. Two thousand nine. Ugh. Well, John, what were your first impressions? Yeah, good year. Oh nine. Oh so fun. <laughs> that was your graduating yeah. year, wasn't it? it was our, My uh, guy <laughs> going off to college. It's our battle. Doughy eyed. <laughs> full of optimism. Now I'm just jaded and <laughs> cynical. Cynical. <laughs> um, first impression? Yeah. So I, I didn't do research on this movie um with on purpose and so watching it it felt like a low budget independent film that like your friend might like your really good writing friend would (laughs) have created this movie like it it felt like i was watching a homemade movie almost in a way and i think part of that was the 80s vibe that was really well done actually um but so it's another like we talked about last week it's a slow burn um with chaos for like 10 minutes at the end yeah and like i i'm not always a fan of that but um overall impression i liked it this had this had like in the terms of just slow burn this had more of the it was a slow burn but it was constantly you constantly thought something was going to happen like i feel like in hereditary there were a lot of scenes where i didn't think anything was going to happen and i feel like in this there were a lot of scenes where you just feel like this is where a jump scare is going to happen, or this is where something 
scary is going to happen. This was like a more traditional horror movie in the sense of like in the house babysitter type of like hereditary was very like this is just sad <laughs> yeah and this was like okay something i mean the name of the movie is house of the devil so you figured something about like and the the movie starts with that quote about satanic cults oh. or whatever so i kind of thought that's yeah. where it's going but yeah the satanic you're just waiting, panic in the 80s waiting the thing is like we as the audience obviously knew what we were getting into but she did not and like the beginning part of this movie is establishing why she's so committed to this babysitting job. She loves children. No, she doesn't. No, no. She doesn't. She actually hates children. Yeah, she she, say, she right? just needs to come <laughs> up the con- with a down payment like for the first month's rent for her new house by Monday. And she's like, what am I going to do? And then she has the opportunity to make $400 in one night in the babysitting 80s? someone's mom. Why and, is she buying or, or renting a house when she's broke as a joke? Yeah, you like, know, that what? girl is in college. She should be taking an economics class or some to nonsense. play finance. Home ec. Home ec. Learn home ec. Find a man to empathize with her a little bit. You saw her situate her living situation looked pretty awful. Like yeah. her roommate just having that guy over all the time and pretty much her. I but mean, she it's left college, the sock I guess. on the door, John. Yeah, yeah, but she wanted to go, come home and go to bed. <laughs> you know, it's like where else is she gonna go? It's in the same room. Yeah. Why didn't she move in with the? Uh, what was her Greta. name? Greta. Megan. Megan, played by Greta... What's her last name? Gerwig. Gerwig. I love Greta Gerwig. Director of uh, Lady Bird. Oh, yeah. Lady Birds. The, but, yeah, why didn't she move in with her? Because, you know, friends can't be roommates. It ruins friendships. At least for a little while until she can get the money to get that house. doesn't ruin all friendships. Ruins her, most of them. Her dad did offer to pay for our main characters. Oh, yeah. Megan yeah, offered was... to talk to her dad to help out. Which was weird. Yeah, I understand why she shot that down. John, when you put when you hit play on this movie, and you saw the produ- production companies coming up, did you feel like you had been tricked or something? <laughs> I, I yeah. Me I, and Peter <laughs> watched this together, and when he hit play, it, the first production thing was Ring the Jing Production. I don't remember this. We, yeah, we were immediately listening, <laughs> watching these production logos go across. We're like, is this the wrong movie? Like it really threw us for a loop. They all sound like jokes. It made me feel like I was playing a video game in like the on the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, when they like the music that was playing and the the text, like the way it looked yeah, and felt and stuff. Um, felt like I paused the game and like had come back. Yeah, I Welcome don't. Back. I don't <laughs> like that this movie says based on a true story because there's no instance of it clarifying what story this is based off of, and it's not based on a true story. Or is it? Is it just based on a combination of satanic cult stories? I mean, honestly, well, you can say anything is based on something, and it doesn't even have get to away have with it. facts in it. Yeah, like when we t- when we did um, the Strangers, we found out, and he said it was based on a true story, but it, all it was was there was a series of break-ins in his neighborhood, and it scared him. <laughs> That's the basis of that movie. Because yeah. you were Liv home. Tyler is still alive. <laughs> the. Uh, but I mean, I guess the true story just comes from the satanic panic stuff, which you know was kind of funny that that was a thing. But I guess it makes sense. Funny, this was terrifying. Well, <laughs> not the what actually happened in this movie. I just mean the idea of the satanic panic was pretty funny to think about. It, it was a bunch of people running around anytime something bad happened, being like, "Clearly, it was Lucifer. Clearly, Satan has taken these children." Why I immediately made them southern? Just because that's me. Well, because some of them were. Yeah. Large portion, I would argue. The <laughs> Satan. <laughs> but the reason I, I bring up the satanic panic thing is because the entire time 
you know, you think this movie is based on a true story and they make such an emphasis to talk about the satanic stuff in the beginning of the movie, but it never comes up. Like with all the news caster people being like the eclipse tonight, you would think that would have been a place where there would have been a little exposition of people having a back and forth being like, and some people say it's a satanic sign of da da da. And the other, you think that would make this movie better? No, I'm just saying it would have connected it. it more. And just a sense of like the other newscasters been like, oh, I don't believe any of that hoopla. However, they talked in the eighties. <laughs> I don't know. They just they drop that at the beginning, and then it seems to have no influence on the plot until the very very end when she's in a satanic ritual. It does. So, it. I think it influences the plot because the whole time you know that's kind of what's going on without, like Peter said, without the main character knowing, you know, and so you you see why everything's weird. I think it does. I think it ties in the, to the whole thing. And there is plenty of creepy stuff because they only give the babysitter um, a handful of quote-unquote facts. And slowly each of those facts gets found out to be a lie. You know, like, so they didn't just move here. But, uh, the coats aren't downstairs. And but maybe, I would argue that's that's slasher film logic and not, like, demon possession movie logic. Well, maybe They're the crossing eclipse, the streams. like, not knowing the, I don't know, satanic... You don't, you don't um, hail Satan? Right. Without hailing <laughs> Satan, I don't know this to be true. But maybe the eclipse is like a common knowledge thing of that's when the, you know, if he's impregnating her or whatever, it can only happen when there's an eclipse. Like there might be some kind of connection to the eclipse that they didn't need to say anything more, you know? Also, <laughs> at the beginning of this movie, just it threw me for such a loop that um, like I had just completely misremembered that the main girl was the brunette. Um, I forgot the girl's name in this movie. What is Samantha? Like, I forgot she was the main character. Sam. I thought, <laughs> I thought Greta, Gerwig, Greta was. Gerwig was the main character. So that, when that flipped, that completely threw me for a loop. I was like, oh, maybe I don't remember this movie as well as I thought I did. Um, Wait, you're not the babysitter? <laughs> that scene was absolutely crazy. It was John, did awesome. That, did that oh, freak you out? Oh, it scared me because I was like, nothing's really happening in this movie. I feel like and that, then, I feel like that is a perfect, moment in how it's timed to where it could so easily just been a someone checks their phone or someone like looks down for a second and there's just a gunshot they're like what the fuck yeah <laughs> yeah because and it it's kind of a fake jump scare when he offers her the light when he yeah. like appears in the scene you're like oh it got me and he's like, like yeah. 10 seconds later he shoots her yeah explodes her face like that was a very surprisingly gory scene it made me think of the office <laughs> where there's the uh where there's the Threat level midnight episode where they, you know, Michael has this fake movie and Toby's head keeps exploding <laughs> and it's just cut to Michael being like, that was by far the most expensive shot of the movie. <laughs> and that's all I can think about is the credit girl, which his head just explodes. Just the director commentary being like, that was by far. But I loved her character because her character was the voice of reason. To but, an extent. Well, she's like, we pulls said... over in a graveyard to light up a cig. That's so weird. Well, Okay, maybe that's weird, but she didn't say anything with that. But all of her stuff that she was talking to Samantha about was, it's weird, they lied to you, if they're creepy, we're leaving. Look, they're creepy, we're leaving. <laughs> Please. She did I eat like the candy. I like that logic. It was like she did a math problem. She said, if <laughs> if people equals creepy, then, then B equals leaving. Right. It's an a Excel formula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the the 80s nostalgia was like really well done like i was saying at the beginning so i'm really looking forward to a movie that comes out that's 90s nostalgia because i feel like we can actually 
relate to that and appreciate it more. Yeah. I do think, like, I tried to watch that Netflix show that was about the oh, yeah. 90s. Everything that was sucks. Garbage. Including it, the show. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah everything. But sucks. it was just like, I feel like for some reason, people making the 80s nostalgia shows, whether it be Stranger Things or things like this, have such a better way of showing that it's the 80s as opposed to I feel like anytime I watch something that's supposed to be 90s nostalgic, it's like a BuzzFeed article. Yeah. They're you just walking jingles. around. They're like, I got to get home and play Pongs before Hey Arnold and like run off. Pogs. No, Pogs. My yeah. bad. Uh, while I drink the Surge. Yeah. Uh, it's like past the Tang while I ride my bike home. Like it's, it's so on the nose. It's annoying. And to be honest, the soundtrack of the 80s is, is awesome. a little better to me than the 90s. Oh, I love 80s music. The soundtrack to this movie is incredible. We don't have retro 90s music. Yeah, yeah, you're right. At what point can they make a nostalgic movie? Like, what's the time? For, how long ago does it have to be to be, like, nostalgia? You I'd know? say 20 years minimum, right? So we couldn't do, like, a 2005 nostalgic movie. You could do an, you could do an early 2000s it needs and to make be, it thought. Yeah. You need to be far enough away to be able to look back and say, that is something that defines that decade. That's true. And I, I don't know what defines 2005 besides the war in Iraq. Uh, touche, touche. Uh, I don't know. I, like, it's weird. I know we're kind of getting off track, but in the va- name of nostalgia, like, the the big short, that was based in 2006, 2007, 2008. That felt nostalgic to a degree, and that was only 10 years ago. It didn't have the <laughs> same vibes. You're like, oh, the gas prices were lower. <laughs> Ooh, I remember. But I just mean like their their cell phones and how they were dressing and stuff felt very early 2000s. And just so I don't know. there I think there is a way to do it. I just think. You just have to see how tight their pants were. Well, I think just people get too on the nose about how they reference stuff. What's crack. Exactly. Crack cocaine. Anyway, the, the hat, like. I was thinking about this movie, and I know that's the point, but when I was watching this movie, I laughed that I came to the realization of why women are always the victims in horror movies. It's because women are the only ones that take babysitting jobs. Like, how often do guys take babysitting jobs? They're not trusted to. Yeah. I offered to babysit for my friend. No go. No go. Well, because you can't, you know, you'd go in there and they'd be like, oh, we got to do a satanic sacrifice. And you'd be like, uh, no thanks. And you just leave. <laughs> so, but you get a girl come in there and she's like, oh no. And then she runs around the house. So, you know, it's classic, uh, classic horror movie division. I think we're still not uh, progressive enough to not see male babysitters as inherently pedophiles <laughs> i don't think we're there yet as a society i think if anything it's gotten worse <laughs> yeah it's a little backtrack on that oh, i love kids but i don't love kids am i the only one that thinks the samantha while she was doing this might possibly have add yeah because the entire time she's in the house she's she can't do the same thing yeah. for more than five minutes she's not very respectful either grandma's trying to sleep upstairs and you're playing a fucking harpsichord yeah she goes from messing with the harpsichord playing billiards she tries to watch tv knocking she's over done watching ancient TV. vase she dances around the house she breaks the vase she cleans up the vase but not completely then leaves then orders the pizza then like but it's like a really cool big house and you're there alone and there's not much to do so i could see her getting bored but like she gets bored way too fast because she's tired of hearing about the eclipse, and that's all she saw on TV when she turned it on. So she's like, or House of the or uh, Night of the Living Dead. But she didn't even change the channel. Yeah. There were more than one channel, right? And then, <laughs> and 
I, you know, if I'm putting myself in her shoes, I don't think I would necessarily put my headphones on and just jam around in the middle of the woods. That's a little scary to me. Yeah. And then, like, the possibility of running into grandma, regardless of if she's the devil or not, <laughs> would still make me jump. I wouldn't really want to put myself into that situation. Yeah, I thought... I. Like when she's dancing around, I thought it was gonna she was gonna bump into the grandma or something, or it was gonna be one of those things where it was a uh, another close call. Because I feel like isn't the dancing around the house after she almost opened the door with the previous family dead in the room? Yes. Whatever. Is that the previous family? Yeah, that was oh, the people yeah, that owned yeah, the house because they didn't move into. Yeah, and that's uh, the their son was in the middle of the pentagram thing. I feel like that was such a funny, like, she almost opens the door and it pans the other side. And they're like, remember, this movie's about Satanists. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh! And I feel like I could smell a little bit. Yeah, you think it would. No I, incense. I thought it was going to be like a fly thing where she, like, starts seeing flies. And she's mm. like, where are these flies coming from? I did read in the IMDb trivia that the house was infested with ladybugs. But I didn't see any. Apparently, Is that where uh, Greta Gerwig got... Ladybug? Yeah. That's not Ladybird, Peter. I know, but it's really close. <laughs> he really wants it to be. He really so wants it. Um, She's cool. She's cool. I feel like in terms of actual scary scary things that happen in this movie, besides Greta Gerwitch's face getting exploded out of nowhere, I feel like it's a pretty chill movie. Like, it's not really it, that... It's kind of tense, Yeah, I guess, because you, you're knowing something's up. Yeah, it, I think the scariest part was when it starts going shutter speed. When we're like taking pictures, it's like the moon is red. It's like, boom, boom. oh yeah, that's pretty good. And then it's like shaky cam on her, just like in the pentagram, and it it, it stops looking like it's from the eighties. Yeah, I also was super freaked out, and I told you this last night too, Peter. Was the I didn't expect it to freak me out as much, but when she's kind of freaked out from one around the house and she decides to call the number they gave her of oh where they'd gosh. be, and that number isn't available. Like they're like this number is available to dial or whatever, and she hangs back up. That would freak the shit out of me if I'm in a house that I feel like uh, something weird's going on, and I call this number that's supposed to be where the people I'm babysitting for for the night, not there, and the pizza guy isn't the pizza guy. That phone call was super creepy. Like when she was ordering. Oh yeah. Like just the guy on the other end, which we know now what it was, but was really creepy. And there was some foreshadowing earlier in the movie when they were eating pizza and Greta was like, this taste pizza bad, yeah. tastes bad. Foreshadowing. Was that foreshadowing or was just like, well, she kept eating the pizza. I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's just Megan for you. Pizza is just a reoccurring theme in this movie. They ate too much pizza in one day. College kids love pizza. It's a I motif. The, uh, I laughed at the that phone call though just because as soon as he went, pizza, pizza, what you eating? I was like, isn't that Little Caesars thing? <laughs> like, I was immediately like, is that, are they going to get sued? Not in pizza, the 80s, pizza. it wasn't. How long has Little Caesars been around? Decades. I got nothing. <laughs> I got uh. nothing. Oh, man. I I also think another just genuinely scary part of the movie was when she finally, like, I guess, is it the attic she walks up to where it's the double door thing and she's almost about to open the door and then she, when she turns on the lights, all the lights in the house go out. And she's scared of AF. Yeah, that would have been a just Mark just... <laughs> his pants right there. <laughs> so <laughs> what initially caused her to freak out i'm i must have missed that like what caused her to start calling the number and like grab the knife well and so like, so she grabbed the knife and stuff after she she knocked over the vase right and with those sick ass dance moves right and um 
she opened the she, closet to see the fur coats because of her ADDness. She has to open every door in the house because she's nosy and you know she just got a lot on her mind, I guess. But yeah, she sees the fur coats, which means that the woman was lying about where she was, and then she finds the trash bag full of photos where it's that family in front of the Volvo that they saw when they pulled up that her and uh, Greta Gerwich saw when they pulled up. I go Volvo. Like so, is there a Volvo that? <laughs> was still there that Wait. was a pretty funny flashback like a, a connection flashback it's like <laughs> yeah it, was a little... it seems like the joke take where it's like hey look volvo <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's like it... that's gonna be important later <laughs> explain the fur coats to me oh so when the wife of the old man came and introduced herself to samantha she said that she was downstairs looking for her furs Mm-hmm. But her furs were actually in the closet upstairs. Where so the husband was, she, was. Right. So what was she doing downstairs? Gotcha. Because it wasn't getting her coats. Right. And then she, the bag of the pictures, they got, the, the couple got into the red Volvo that looks like in this picture to have belonged to another family. And that family clearly lived in that house prior. And Yeah. And they even commented that they had just moved in. Right. So that freaked her out. That's why she grabbed the knife and then... Had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Have you guys ever taken a taken a bathroom break with a knife? Just you know, just to be safe. You never know what happens in I there. I can't say I have. I play five finger fillet when I'm on the jump. <laughs> what do you put your hand on? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> so it's really a six finger fillet. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's why she was all freaked out. Uh, she also didn't notice the creepy ass skull brooch the woman was wearing when they were having that conversation. Uh, I feel like that would have been a pretty big red flag to me, but uh, and the cane that they both had, that both bo- had, did they both have a cane? She does at the end, uh, the the wife, I guess. But it was like a wasn't it kind of a skull, like a gold etched, yeah, something scary. By the way, Mister Ullman or whatever the they were the Ullmans, right? Mister Ullman was way too tall. That was like scary level tall. That was. Former NBA that retired was only, all-star uh, <laughs> tall. <laughs> the only requirement for casting was we need an obscenely tall man. We need someone who has to bend over no matter what door he's walking under. <laughs> that would have been a red flag to me. Walk up. There's a huge ass man. <laughs> Those are some ungodly genes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly Satanist. Yeah. <laughs> His voice, though, was so unassuming. Yeah. It wasn't off-putting. It was calming. He's like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah, that's yeah, what was like, super Do I trust creepy. this guy? Do I not? That, yeah, that's what was like very uncomfortable to me. Was every conversation he had, even at like the beginning and at the end of the movie, all just were way too chill, very like eerie. I didn't like it. I like his like wife it. was creepy. Yeah, his wife was reminded me of what I imagined the grandma in Hereditary was like. Was just like a oh, hello child. Oh, you're going to be alone in this big old house all by yourself? I remember when I was your age. I loved my furs. Ooh. I bet the boys <laughs> love you. They they do. <laughs> and she's she's very pretty. Yeah, she was very pretty. We never got to meet the mark that uh, Gretchen was gonna go meet. That was that was sad. I wanted to meet that mark. I wanted to know if his name was C with a C or with a K. Probably with a K. <sighs> Bastard. <laughs> what was that candy that she was eating that tasted bad. Did y'all could y'all tell what it was? No, but I thought that was going to be a plot point at some point. I thought the candy was going to be 
like body crucial. parts or something. Well, not, <laughs> not that blatant. Candy coated <laughs> fingers. <laughs> uh-huh. That's an unusual crunch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that candy was. It's just classic old person house hard candy but so not not where there's originals because those would have been good so but that brings up a, a question i had so the pizza was poisoned or was yeah. the water poisoned pizza was drugged pizza, pizza was drugged okay because that was the other scene that confused me and i asked about this last night is when she spits out the pizza and is like washing her mouth out and throws away the pizza and whatever it looked like she spit out a chunk of something into the sink and that's what they were zooming in on you know what I mean? When she, it, you pointed out to me that she's hearing water run from another like, part of the house. Part of the house. Yeah. But it looked like the camera was zooming in on like a piece of like flesh or something. <laughs> it did. I thought it was going to be a worm pizza. or something. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah. It was just the sound of water running somewhere else. So someone is doing something in the house. So they were relying on that pizza to poison her. What if she hadn't ordered the pizza? Because that was the whole premise. Well, like they if, had four hours for her to get hungry, order pizza. But what if she was just she had that power bar? They didn't plan for the power bar. <laughs> That's true, but we all, we know that their son was there. He would have made things happen. That's true. Grandma would have made things happen. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about that grandma or gram- grandmama or I guess the devil. I w- I don't know what she's supposed to be, but the creepy ass woman that pours blood into her mouth. I think the it's Pentagram the devil. Thing. Is it I took it to as the devil, but I don't know. But is the devil an old lady? <laughs> <laughs> that was an old lady? That looked like a uh, just deformed so old lady. It was kind of gender. It was a little ambiguous as to the sex. <laughs> but it, it looked like it couldn't have been the devil because the entire time, you know, the rituals happening and stuff like that, they're like praying to something else so if the devil was in that room why would they be praying to something else like though when you know after the girls we haven't even explained how she's talked about how she's hogtied or whatever to this pentagram yeah so let's explain what what you see in the movie because it's very sudden it is so okay so she gets drugged by the pizza and when she wakes up she's tied i guess i that's not hogtied what is it when you're spread out like a starfish Starfish we'll tied. We'll just go there. Yeah. Starfish tied onto a pentagram, a very well drawn pentagram. You got to give them credit for that. I paused the movie and looked at the angles later. They're perfect. They're perfect. Yeah. You know, only only the best for Lucifer. The uh, like they have like a ritual table thing, and then so the mom, the dad, and the son are in cloaks, and then we see witchy woman, Satan grandma lady come out and. Uh, yeah, so she like so she straight up just like cuts her wrist, and I pointed out to Peter she missed the first time. Did you notice that when she goes? For I the looked wrist away. Cut? Oh, you looked away. She misses. The I don't first like watching time. that. She like tries to line it up, and it like misses her wrist completely. And then, and then, and then we get the cut. Yeah, we and get then the... we get the cut. There are like strobe lights going the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that definitely should have had a seizure warning. But yeah, so she cuts her wrist. Then the blood goes into a. Well, that's ram after skull. she she does the pentagram on her womb basically on oh, her was that stomach yeah. i thought she used and her own blood to make the pentagram she makes she uses her own blood to do the uh thing on her head oh not not on the uh, I th- we think it's megan's blood um that she'd put on the stomach but i don't know but it was after 
that that she cut herself, and oh, then okay. she took the ram's horn head. That or was something. a pretty like I feel like that was a bar trick. Like it looked like they were pouring it into the top of the ram skull, and then she flipped it real quick like a pancake, and then was able to like funnel it into, uh, you know, the Samantha's mouth or whatever. I'm just saying, like that seems like. If you were to open a satanic-themed bar, that'd be a fun way to do shots, like throw a weird old ram skull. That'd be kind of fun. Right, guys? Yeah. Am I alone in that? All right. <laughs> I, after seeing this movie, don't want to do that. <laughs> but you would have prior to right, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, okay, so then the ram skull thing, she drinks the blood, but she's able to get out because, wow, Satanists are just bad at tying knots. Like, oh. And she scratches Satan. Oh, yeah, she scratches... Satan yeah, they lady. really didn't do a good job for how much work they put into like setting this all up. Like <laughs> they the like planning? didn't tire well. Yeah, they didn't. They really dropped the ball there. But yeah, so she gets out and like stabs the dad, then runs away. And then this is what I was talking about when the mom chases. Oh no way! I skipped her killing the son, Vincent. She, well, she she pokes his eye. He's like, oh my eye! <laughs> and somehow <laughs> she gets shot. But then, like, yeah, by the sun, yeah. And the, but the rest of the time, she's like, it, it's almost like she never got shot. She was fine. She's fine. on adrenaline. I don't know if you all read Redwall. I know you didn't, Mark. But uh, when, oh, Redwall, yeah. When the badgers got injured and they went into the blood wrath, blood rage. Oh uh, yeah, they the badgers went in, invincible. They didn't feel their wounds until afterwards, and a lot of times they would die uh, because they sustained so many wounds. So Sam's a badger. Samantha is a badger, and she just you know is in the blood rage. Oh, nice. Yeah. You bring up the the son shooting her though. I don't. What was his plan? What if he had missed and straight up just killed her? They I mean, would have. He's a great shot. They would have waited till next eclipse. I, <laughs> oh, because that would have put a, uh, that would have put a damper on their plan. It was like, did you bring her back? No, I shot her in the face by accident. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll uh, try again later. Crispin, not again. <laughs> I hope that dude's name is Crispin. <laughs> That's incredible. He looks like a Crispin. What a Satanist name. <laughs> this is our son, Crispin. Hail Satan. <laughs> but so after Crispin, which we're calling him now forever, shoots her and she slashes his throat with a knife or whatever, when she's getting chased upstairs, this is the part I was talking about of why I don't think the grandma's the devil, is because. You know, the mom's trying to talk to her and be like, you don't realize your importance <laughs> and all that nonsense. And then she goes to the creepy window and is like, this wig's too cumbersome. And now she's a creepy old bald lady and is just pawing at the window being like, speak to me, Lord. But speak to me, Lord. Is she saying Lord or Lords? Uh, it did sound like Lords. But even then, if she's got if she's got OG devil downstairs, why does she need to be pawing at this window being like, oh, please speak to me, Lords? I need your guidance, but, Lord. So it couldn't it couldn't be a regular person whose blood can impregnate Samantha. No, but it could be like a co- super creepy witch lady or something. Like she gave me witch vibes. Like, and I mean from the movie The Witch. And when you first see yeah. the witch in The Witch, saying witch way too many times. But when you first see her, she looks like that. She's like a creepy weird pre drinking child's blood. Yeah. So maybe she's some sort yeah. of weird family witch. You know, everyone's got them. Keep your old family witch up in the attic. Uh, maybe it's payment. Maybe it's payment. Oh, what a crossover. This is the first attempt to bring payment into that world. <laughs> the payment universe. The, yeah, the payment <laughs> universe. Um, but yeah, so that's why I, I just don't think the grandma's the devil. I think 
But the baby's going to be the Antichrist, right? Or something. Yeah. Or, or maybe just like a, just a cool ass dude. <laughs> he's just be like chill. A real he's ready chill. to go. Yeah, he's just going to be that guy that you know that's he's just gonna like be the super, super cool, like always willing to be the DD, you know, always help you move, won't even ask for, you know, any sort of payment. He's just a good dude. Yeah, he's he's seen a lot of shit, so he knows <laughs> he knows what it's like. He can empathize. I don't see how she escapes at the end to the hospital. How does she, she So th- I think they brought her to the hospital. Uh, well, okay, that's Well, we should bring up question. that yeah, the chase ends with ends up in that graveyard that Gretchen got her face blown off in. Red. And uh, Mr. Olma uh, chases her down there. And so she puts the gun to her temple because she's like, I don't want any more of this. And I he's guess. still alive. And yeah, and he's still alive. And so he she pops herself in the head. But yeah, somehow she survived, which I guess through Satan magic, she survived. Yeah. And something with the moon coming out faster than expected or that is that was a funny part of when they come to the hospital at the very end of the movie and it's like the news story it's like scientists are baffled about why this the earth entered the moon's rotation faster than it left <laughs> it's like we'll get more on that later it's like all the scientists are probably just like oh it's that goddamn satan again just fucking up our moon cycles and I, <laughs> I thought she shot herself because she realized what had happened i don't think well, it's she i can't take this anymore no, i thought well, it was no, like, no, that's what i mean uh, I think yeah she i will not be happening. used right i will not give birth to trying a to give super her credit chill, trying to give her credit i will not give birth to a super chill dude okay yeah and just popped himself I, i'm the chillest <laughs> the illest chillest <laughs> she did have some sweet nikes yeah, she did. And her hair was good. Yeah. Megan's hair was good. Yeah, Gretchen Gretchen's hair was on fleek. Uh had a Walkman. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's badass Walkman. She walked when she should have run. <laughs> oh, what was I gonna say earlier though? <laughs> the with the whole like satanic ritual thing. So she it's weird okay, this sounds bad. It's weird that there wasn't like I don't even know how to say it. I thought she was going to be raped. Penetrated. Yes. Not, hey, you drank some blood. We drew some artwork on you. Um, now you're pregnant. That seemed weird, right? It's because it's our friend's homemade movie, so he couldn't <laughs> show that any other way. Yeah, I did think it was nice that they gave her a diaper. They did. That did crack me up a little bit. Well, yeah, you just got to... I mean, she's obviously at this point so scared. You're just going to shit yourself. Like, why not? Just go for it. It's relaxing. You know, calms everything down. But like, we don't know how that works as far as uh, impregnating what? someone with the, the Antichrist. <laughs> so just, like, maybe it all, all it takes ex- is blood. I, I'm not gonna lie; I would expect something, you know, like a Black Philip coming and wrecking. Like, why not also blood in the mouth and just? How incredible it would have been for a black goat to come out of nowhere and just like run over and start talking to the girl. And just the same thing at the end of The Witch. The, Do you want the taste of butter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be pretty freaky. I do think this movie is secretly a prequel to The Omen, though, right? Like, it has to be. It ends, it ends in the hospital where she's going to give birth to the Antichrist. And at the beginning of the omen, it's that family in the hospital, and that woman comes in like, "We just had a baby born that doesn't. Her mom died. Uh, would you like to adopt it?" It lines up perfectly. This is clearly a prequel to the omen. I really like that. Yeah, I thought about it on the drive home. I was like, "Why did that seem familiar?" And I was like, "Oh, the omen." That line though, where it's like, "You're gonna be okay," <laughs> and then touches the sum- both of you. Both of you are. It's like just in case you missed it. I wanted an orderly to come in and be like, "Samantha, what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> 
Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, that's... Now, uh, is that uh, the devil's baby or is that Buck's baby? Good question. Good question. Because we all know about Buck. We all know about Buck. Thank you, Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. The, uh, yeah, just like the way the movie wraps up very much gives that 80s style film vibe where it's not really an ending. It, it yeah. just is done. It's yeah. just like that. You thought it was safe to go back in the water. You're n- it's not. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> I thought the uh, the landlord was gonna like come collect her rent check or something. <laughs> she like has the four hundred dollars and hands it to her. Hey Samantha, hello, hello. It's it's <laughs> Tuesday, honey. That'd be incredible. Just she's unconscious on that hospital bed. The landlord's like, I said I'd be back Monday. Like it's Tuesday. I gave you another day. <laughs> she was super nice. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, she shot herself. I'm so sorry. <laughs> didn't want that much pressure on her, <laughs> poor girl. Poor girl. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another week. Yeah. Okay. Cause she seemed really nice. She was. She, 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 did. she wasn't gonna have any deposit. She was the hero of this movie. She's really cool. Well, to be honest, I uh, the first time I saw this movie, I thought that that house she was renting was gonna be the house of the devil, and I thought it was gonna be ironic because that house was right next to a church. But, um. Like it, you know, that house never comes back into play except for the fact that she needs that cash money to be able to rent that house. So, yeah. Interesting plot devices. I lied to you. We don't have a baby. No shit, you're 80 years old. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a son, but he's he's very old. <laughs> so when he made the comment about the other babysitters not working out or whatever. Oh, it was because when he told her that it would be the grandmother, they backed out. They just left. Well, they didn't leave. They hung up the phone. Right. Or And then he explains that they put up the flyers but initially no saying elderly care or whatever. Right. But no one I remember that comment. I just didn't know if they if it had to be Sam who was bringing the Antichrist into the world. Like if she was chosen. I don't think she was their first choice. No. Okay. Uh, I think it was just, you know, whoever happened to stroll in. Because I think, I think one whiff of Sam and you could tell not a virgin. <laughs> I think that's why she was stood up. On student affairs, he came by and he drove, and he's like, "Look how she's laying on her back like a slut." <laughs> <laughs> but they just have to make do with what they got. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't think that's what happened, but you know, it's nice to nice to feel creative. Well, because I really <laughs> did think uh, part of the whole premise was they need a virgin, you know, because so many movies need virgins. No, but I, actually, I th- you brought this up last night when we got done that. In a weird way, the way the ritual is, because I brought up the why didn't they, yeah, you know, have sex with her in order to bring the Antichrist, um, that it's like a twist on the Immaculate Conception. If yeah. you're bringing about the Antichrist, you want an Immaculate Conception kind of thing, but the twist would be, since Mary was a virgin, you'd take a girl that wasn't a virgin, right? It's like, uh, to invert it, to be anti Antichrist? I'm putting it together in my mind. It's all making sense now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's how AIDS started, so. Oh, God. Some blood in the mouth. They could have just. Satanists putting yeah. blood in people's mouths. <laughs> you gotta stop! <laughs> <laughs> they could have just knocked three times on the wall to put down the Trinity like they did in the Conjuring. Oh, in the Conjuring? <laughs> <laughs> three knocks. That's classic <laughs> mocking of the Trinity. What if that had been a, uh, a, like, Gretchen comment of, like, the old man was in there constantly just knocking three times and, like, Sam, don't you hear the old man? He's knocking three times. It's obviously a joke at the Trinity. We should get out here. Oh, Megan, you and your Catholic ways. <laughs> she goes back to the math equation. Creepy equals leap. <laughs> uh, 
is this is such like an interesting movie because you know like we can kind of bring this into just final thoughts and would you recommend it before we go into how what would you change about it but this is a movie that I don't think is bad by any means but there's nothing in particular that really like wows me about it like both even though I you know you can listen to our hereditary episode to see what I think about hereditary but both hereditary and witch are the slow burn super creepy kind of both having to do with the devil kind of movies and both of them just wowed me to some extent even if i you know had problems with certain parts of it or whatever this movie just didn't wow me like i enjoy it but it didn't wow me yeah for me i like this movie because we've all seen horrific babysitting scenarios yeah but they fall into a lot of like, oh, she's just an idiot. And like, who are these people? Why would she ever be in this position? I would never do that. And then it does a good job of explaining and trying to reinforce why she's doing what she's doing. Where, you know, Hereditary is trying to say something more than just hoobity boogity payments coming. <laughs> uh, you know, like, where it is addressing a loss of a family member and how that affects a family. Plus, demonic entities this isn't anything plus demonic it just is demonic so like it doesn't it didn't wow me either i just really enjoyed it because it was the better horrific babysitting movie than i've ever seen yeah i i can see that it in a way it's more of an interesting twist on a well-known scenario kind of like uh your next was <sighs> where it's a home invasion movie but with a very big twist and i'm not going into that further because i might end up picking that as my next movie um but yeah, I can see what you're saying with that. Uh, I also now want a t-shirt that says Oogity Boogity Payments Coming. <laughs> <laughs> what was our ban- Payments Progress? Or <laughs> payments, payments Progress. Yes. would have been our title um, for By that. John Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> Oogity Boogity Payments Coming. Uh, yeah, but John, I know you said you kind of went into it with your initial thoughts, but I think when we talked to you after you watched it, you kind of gave it that B plus vibe. Do you still really, now that you had time to think about it more, do you, is that the, yeah, I, I stand by the B plus, I think for it. Um, I like that. It's more of a, um, you use the word popcorn horror movie Oh yeah, yeah. last or two weeks ago. Yeah, conjuring, conjuring episode. Um, I find it to be more of that, except maybe not the last, like the last 10 minutes. I don't know. I, but it's, you're in the house, you know, it, it gives you the layout of the house, some fake jump scares. You're kind of, uh, seeing it from her perspective, but knowing something bad's about to happen, like that dread that's just building. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's more of a movie I would watch around Halloween with friends or a significant other than Hereditary would be. Yeah, like you don't have to pay attention in this movie a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. there aren't like a lot of, like Hereditary had a lot of like plants throughout the movie of what was going on or foreshadowing or what was about to happen. This was more of... This has a few, but it is right. just a few. Yeah, and you like you know something bad's gonna happen, but you don't, I guess, know when, and so you're just kind of engaged to wait for st- stuff to start happening. Yeah. So yeah. you'd uh, would you do a worth your free time? It is worth your free time if you're okay with the slow burn again. I, I think some people don't like that, but it it kept me engaged though. Like I was just waiting for something to happen. So worth your free time. And it happens. Oh yeah, it happens. happens quick. Peter. You would say it's worth your free time? Oh, definitely. If you've seen a lot of movies like this, you haven't actually seen this movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Another unique good, one. I feel like we a good way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's worth your free time. I agree with you, John. It's very much a movie you can just 
either watch it's both you can watch by yourself or just you know as a significant other i would also raise you i think this movie is styled in a way where it's that like sometimes you go to um, Halloween parties and they'll just have horror movies on in the background is kind of just a whatever. And a lot of times it's movies that, like you said, don't require you to have to pay attention the entire time to know what's going on. Um, I definitely think this could be a just background Halloween party movie. That sounds like I'm insulting it. But, but, but the thing that it would reward you for paying attention to. That's Because like you could put anything on in the background, you know, like, uh, shoot. You could put on The Terrifier in the background. You could put on The Hatred in the background. These are terrible movies I'm listing, by the way. But if you were to actually pay attention, you wouldn't get anything extra out of it. But if you were, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I just mean in the sense of like, you know, a lot of times when I've been at Halloween parties where they do that, it's usually like the original Halloween or original Friday 13th. Yeah. Slasher movies. Yeah, slasher movies or just like old, old spooky ghost movies, spooky, scary skeleton movies. So it, where it's just like, they're entertaining and everything, but they're just kind of on the background because you you don't have to fully pay attention to them to enjoy them. So, you know, so I, again, I would say worth your free time with yeah. that kind of explanation. Is there anything you guys would want to change to it? Um, so probably one of my favorite aspects of the filming part where we got a lot of scenes where the camera is handheld looking from the outside of the house, looking in on her. Yeah. Um, so kind of like we're watching her, just like Crispin's watching her. Yeah, Crispin. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind more of that, like, or some more. Uh, not, I want uncommon camera techniques because a lot of this is following her through the house. But if we were seeing her from different perspectives entering in places. Like I, I love when she almost opens the door and we scan over into what's actually in the room. I thought that was awesome. Um, just more of that. Yeah, I can see that. John, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, I think it would have been a different approach to have, because um, the, the guy made the comment, Mr. Oldman made the comment, like this is a um, one person job. We're only paying one person to do this. If Gretchen had come, I know she got killed and that was kind of a, Crazy moment. Crazy moment, <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to take that away. And, but it would have been an interesting if she had actually come back and to see the implications of them finding out that two of them had stayed and then like how they, the how devil they worshippers would have dealt with that. Um, maybe she still would have died in that shocking way. But it would have been interesting to see them both kind of navigating that. That's yeah. all I got. No, yeah, I, I like that. I think what, you, building off what you said, I think what they could have done is had you know, Gretchen slash Megan, uh, drive away kind of like they did or whatever. But then later in the movie, once shit's gotten real, have her come back while that whole nonsense of her being tied down in the basement's going on. And so it kind of gives you that feeling of like, Oh, maybe she's going to be rescued by Megan. And then you still add that effect of like her going through the house. It's almost like what happened to the dude in strangers where it's, you're watching him go through the house and then he just gets obliterated. So you could do that same shock yeah, like, murder. She's here thing. to save the day. Then like, yeah, just immediately Crispin shot just in takes the face. her out. Classic Crispin. Yeah, I feel like the police should have come when she accidentally calls them, and then she's like, "Oh no, it's cool." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd have been a that's a good point because like 
if you think about if they're at like gunpoint or something, I don't know. I like the. I feel like they should have done a little more due diligence on that. But at the same time, her death, mistakes happen. Well, they can't investigate every. I don't know. Like, yeah. what's the Satan's protocol? birth is on the uh, police department's hands on this one. <laughs> Way to go! Yeah. Way to go, local cops! <laughs> you let the super chill dude be born. Yeah. <laughs> super chill Satan. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I agree with what you said, John. I think that would have been really the only thing I would have changed was there never felt like a moment of, I, I want to call it fake out hope that you get in horror movies where where you mentally trick yourself into thinking like, oh, the boyfriend's coming to save the day. Yeah, you but knew then, she was boned. Yeah, but then it like sinks in while you're watching horror movies sometimes when you think the boyfriend's coming to save the day, you're like, oh no, that dude's going to die. <laughs> like, there wasn't any of those moments and I think that would have been nice to add. But other than that, uh, maybe a little less strobe light. That was uh, it. Got annoying after a little while. Um, I also want a clear definition of the creepy old lady grandma devil thing. I want to know what that was, what it was, her was. I don't want to use gender pronouns. It feels disrespectful. I want to know what <laughs> it it mm. what that person of whatever gender or species. satanic species <laughs> that it chooses to be. Whatever genus it holds itself to, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know it. <laughs> but yeah, that's because it's like we said. It's there's nothing in, like bad about this movie. There really isn't. It's not like a very flawed movie, and it really does nail the '80s nostalgia vibe, both in how it's filmed, the pacing, the storyline, everything about it really hits. Like you could time travel this movie to the '80s, and people wouldn't miss a beat. You know what I mean? So. If anything, it deserves props for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's just like I said, didn't wow me. So that's the only thing I will hold against it. Takes a lot to wow you. It does, because like you said at the beginning of this, you know, you you get to a point, you're cynical, you're <laughs> jaded, <laughs> jaded. <laughs> you just want to see that super chill dude. <laughs> Denim Damien. Denim Damien. Maybe is that the. Oh, is that his going to be his? He'd nickname? be grown up in the '90s, and denim was strong. Oh yeah, in the '90s, Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> Damien. <laughs> He's anything like his mom. He'll have a strong denim game. Oh mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, any other final thoughts before we uh, close this out? Check it out. Check it out. I think I think our game plan is uh, we're gonna have Zach Brown back on, oh and it, he's gonna pick a <sighs> horror movie. <laughs> and so we'll see what he has well, to Well, what's pick. the horror movie? Well, he said Jugface, right? Yeah. I haven't watched it, but you guys... I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great precursor. I yeah. think that's for free on like Netflix or something, right? Or uh, Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, I think. So go watch it, listeners, yeah, before we do. It. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not excited, but excited. It's always fun to have Zach back on. So Yeah, let's just say there's some incest. Oh, and spoiler by some, alert. Uh, you, you know that five minutes in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. All right, then. Uh, we can reach us at <laughs> tmftpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tmftpodcast. Uh, and we will definitely see you next week. Ooh, with some incest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the house of the devil, the apartment of Beelzebub. <laughs> nice. All right. Do you think you'd rent a, a 